Hello everybody and welcome back to the Local Feed Show. My name is Azura and our guest today is Hui Ran. She decided early in her life to not lead the conventional path. One day, she had a thought. A moment where she pondered on the idea that there's surely something more out there and wanted to explore what that meant to her. So, she went on to explore, to seek how she could give back to Mother Earth amongst other things that she truly believed in. Today, we'll sit down with her as she shares with us the vision she has on restoring 23 hectares of degraded paddy fields into a food forest. And, of course, why is she doing it? The forest is called Uthai Forest. On this episode, we talked about what is the meaning of contentment and self-sustainability. Does it even exist these days? Why, of all things, she chose to plant trees. So, before we get to it, if you want to support us, there are a few ways you can do so. Uh, share an episode with your friends, go to our website, localfeed.co, to see how you can help. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are also now on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. So, thank you for listening to us and I hope you can share the love with everyone else. So without further ado, remember, be bold and stay inspired. Here is Hui Ran. Hello, Hui Ran, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we also know you as Mermish. It's <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, it's on Instagram. Okay, so Hui Ran. Tell us a bit about yourself. I mean, we. I mean, I know, but I think that some some people might not know what what you're doing and why you do what you do. So tell us a bit about yourself. Okay. Mm, okay, that's a hard question. Okay. Okay. Um, a bit about myself. Mm-hmm. My name is Hui Ran. I'm 25 this year. Um, I am a Singaporean, but I'm currently more or less living in Thailand. Okay. And. What I do most of the time is uh, I manage a tree planting project mm-hmm. and I help out with my parents' like sustainability and living centre in Thailand. Okay, so oh, hang on. So it's your, your folks, your parents have a place in Thailand? Yeah, my dad and my stepmom who is Thai. Oh, okay. So is that why you're there most of the time? Or is that why you decide to embark on it? Or, I mean, tell us a bit more. I know... Okay, what is it called? Uthai Uthai Forest. Uthai Forest, Mm, mm. right? Okay, tell us a bit more about that. I mean, we'll touch base on that and then we'll probably talk about why you decided to do that. Yeah. Mm, Okay. So, uh, Uthai Forest is a project that actually my family, the Mm. the three of us, uh, as well as our colleagues, um, the other staff who work at our centre, it's a non-profit centre. It's a project that we started last year. in sort of like in essence, it's a tree planting, it's a reforestation ecosystem restoration project on this like pretty large piece of land, 23 hectares um, of land that used to be a degraded paddy field. So um, in Thailand, there's like a lot of sort of like commercial industrial rice production. Uh, it's, it's a very sort of like big um, source of livelihood and there's, um, you know, a lot of places that are full of paddy fields and we just so happen to own a piece of land that's a paddy field. Um, and that was initially back when my parents were doing commercial work, uh, like for-profit work. They ran a company, they were going to use that, um, that piece of land to transform it into a solar farm. 
So you just cover it with solar panels and then you, you know, generate solar energy and you sell it. But then sometime last year, they decided that um, it's actually like really a bad time in the world to, to do commercial business. Um, you, I mean, there's, you can say that solar energy is kind of good for, for the world. Um, it's renewable, it's low carbon, but um, it's still uh, like a, a profit-generating business, right? Something that's still part of the like capitalist or like, corporate structure. It's just not, just not time to do something like that. Lah. So they said, okay, we have a piece of land and um, what else can we do with it? Actually, we can restore this into a forest or something that's more beneficial for the environment. Um, and it's, I guess it's pretty like, mm, it, of all the things you can do for the, for the environment, planting trees, I think is something that is quite small. It's a little bit slow. A tree takes a while to grow, but it's definitely, um, it's tangible. It's definitely effective. Um, so that's when they decided, okay, let's do this. Um, so they, they told me about it and this was uh, back when I was about to leave my job in Singapore mm-hmm. or it was about when I was thinking about leaving my job and then they said, do you want to do this? And I was like, uh, we'll see, I don't know, like, I'll help out and then you can see how it goes. Um, and then I think as we like, as, as time passed and as we talked about it more and as we worked on it more together, it became more of a project, um, not just about reforestation, mm-hmm. but creating a space and an opportunity for for more people, not just us and not just the locals in the area, people from Singapore, people from Bangkok, like people from the city, um, to be able to go somewhere and do something that's that's real, that's tangible, um, that really has an effect. Um, on the environment and a place for them to sort of like uh, get away from the city, you know, get away from their stressful lives. Um, do something I think that they, they could find meaning in and, and maybe that will be kind of, um, I, I don't want to say transformative, but maybe, mm-hmm. you know, that could touch them a bit or that can help them realise, yeah, like, you know, there's a way to live differently. There are different things that are important um, and that there are other things that we can contribute our resources and our you know, time and our, our money and our, ourselves too. Um, and also it's a, so we kind of, that, that's kind of what the Thai forest is now. It's reforestation, but it's also a space where people can in many different kinds of capacities from just like volunteering, which I guess is a short term mm-hmm. thing to, you know, like co-owning or like having a stake in the piece of land themselves, which they can, restore in a more committed way and also they can you know maybe stay there um, to to many other different kinds of, of things uh. so that's more that's like right. okay that's very interesting <laughs> i mean what's your okay i mean since you because since you mentioned your 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 folks right they're in commercial mm. business and stuff right there right mm. so you mentioned that it's not a good time to kind of like get into the commercial business mm-hmm. why why do you is, is it i'm curious why do they think think that as in, um. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you got distracted. Okay, okay. Um, why? Yeah, is it, why do I think mm, so? Yeah. Mm. Um. Is it? Is it about? I mean, is it about 
now is kind of like because the the world or the earth is kind of like dying, right? Mm. In such a rapid pace, right? Mm -hmm. Is it their way of kind of like giving back to Mother Earth in that sense to because you say it's a reforestation, it's a non profit, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't generate them any like um like uh, yeah, yeah any yeah any like additional revenue, money. Yeah, I mean, it has re like it has revenue in a sense, but nothing that generates capital that mm -hmm. we can plow back into like any kind of like large-scale expansion mm -hmm. or production or mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah. Uh, why do I say that it's a bad time? Um, I guess I can't, I can't really speak for them. Mm -hmm. um, should I talk about like their perspective or like my perspective um, as or in like what's what, what you're comfortable with because okay. I mean it's, it's quite curious in a sense I mean mm. I'm, I'm quite curious it's a, very, it's a very interesting statement that you actually made as in yeah. you said that now is not the time to make mm, a comment mm, mm. To, yeah. so I mean maybe your perspective first mm. and see why did they decide to embark, embark on this and for you to join them mm. um, okay so why is it a bad time mm -hmm. uh, in the world to continue to be part of of capitalism for lack of a better term um, actually I think a lot of it comes down to um, more of um, not so much our contribution or our role to this mm -hmm. like capitalistic system mm -hmm. so to speak so I guess um, one way of looking at it is that if we ask ourselves why the environment is in the state that it's in, a lot of it is because the way that our economy works is that we extract a lot of natural resources, we extract a lot of things from nature, um, we produce something of it, and then we don't, there's no way of renewing it. Mm -hmm. So it's just take and dispose, okay. um, right? So, and that's like a sort of a more systemic thing that covers all aspects of um, all, all kinds of industries. Mm -hmm. That's one way of looking at it, but on a more but I don't really think that's a, that's something that kind of persuades a lot of people to think, oh, I'm going to step out of this and quit my corporate job because this enormous system is a problem, right? I mean, you're at most like a tiny, minuscule mm -hmm. fraction of it. And obviously, that's the same for me, right? But it's more that like, um, when I used to work in a corporate job okay. um, and in the corporate world, I think you always have this sense that you you want to ascend somewhere you want to make it somewhere mm -hmm. you want to keep going and keep achieving and keep becoming more and more successful and getting more and I think this is sort of the trajectory that not just the corporate job but the corporate environment mm -hmm. uh, fostered by capitalism so to speak creates um, I definitely feel it personally and I, I guess it's quite common um, and when you're sort of stuck in something like that then that's sort of all you think about. You know, what more can I achieve? How much more money can I earn? Like, how much more can I can I get? How much more successful and recognized can I be? And that's something that really leads to a lot of unhappiness and dissatisfaction, personally, and also, as you can see, like, you know, that that's why we are that's why we're screwed. Like. I mean, that's why we have climate change. Like, right? Um, I don't think it's a very good answer, but so that's I I think that's why like. If you think like, you know, how how can I like make a difference yeah. or how can I do something for the world? 
actually it really just starts for your, from yourself. And for me, it starts from myself, right? Mm-hmm. So if I think being part of this system is something that makes me like this, like the exact thing that is causing so much environmental destruction, then the first thing to extricate from the system or the first thing to do is to extricate yourself from the system. Not because extricating myself from the system will do anything for the system, but because it's, yeah, like, I don't know, where else can you start, right? Yeah. But from yourself. That's true. So I, I, I guess that's kind of the case for all of us, in me, me and my family in a way. Um, even if it's something that seems meaningful like solar, that seems to be environmentally beneficial like solar, it is still something that comes with a business angle. You know, you have to um, you know, tender for your space, you have to you know, produce this, produce that, to think, oh, who do I sell to? Who will buy my stuff? Can I be more successful than my competitors? Can I upkeep my stuff? Can I, you know, whatever. Um, and, you, you, you know, good as the business may be, um, it's still extracting what doesn't need to be extracted and throwing away what doesn't need to be thrown away. So that's kind of... Okay. I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, I mean, it makes sense. It, it, it really does. It really does. It, I mean, it... Okay, it, how do I say this? Uh, if, let's say... Because you mentioned that you were from a corporate world. Uh-huh. What were you doing before? I mean, curious? Oh. Because it's like... I don't know. Because it's like, you know, it, it takes real guts for you to leave your job yeah. to do something that you don't know what's going to happen, right? Or yeah. is it even going to like, how, uh, yeah, what, yeah, what, what's going to happen? Yeah, I know. I know. Right? So, and, and for someone so young like yourself, right? As in, yeah, how, what what made you, what, what sparked you in the first place, right? I mean, mm. what, what really sparked you? Okay, t- tell us mm. a bit about your corporate job. I mean, your corporate world first. What were you doing? And then what kind of like ignited you to kind of like, Okay, no way, Jose. I'm gonna, you know, I, I, it's just something that just doesn't sit right for me. Okay, actually, um, something quite interesting is that I used to work in corporate sustainability. Okay. So corporate sustainability, you would think is sort of like the part of the company that's like, okay, we're gonna transform it from the inside, and we know that um, the system, and we know that um, sort of commercial operations are not good for the planet, but maybe we can make them better mm-hmm. from the inside. Um, and this is a role that I took on because I thought because I did I studied environmental studies in school, um, and it's a place where it's, in school they sort of demonize corporations, and so I thought, you know, like I've learned all these other things. I've learned about nonprofit work. I've learned about academia, and maybe this is something that I should. I mean, I should give it a try, right? Um, corporations hold access to the most amount of resources, yeah. the most amount of people. Um, and to some degree, the most amount of influence. We have to buy things all the time. We're always um, using either like publicly or privately um, provided goods. So why not? Um, and so I, um, I worked in a corporate sustainability role for, for a year. But something you realize is that um, in corporate, in, even in a sustainability role in a corporation, ultimately, however good the company is, it still exists to make money mm-hmm. and it still exists to produce things and to sell them. Um, and however strong your sustainability department is, um, however much they do about like uh, recycling or outreach or making the product sustainable, it's still something that 
you ask your, I asked myself, does this have to exist? And a lot of the time, the answer was no. Okay. Um, and so it was, it was that and sort of the... And I guess the company that I worked for, it was quite commendable in, in, its, in the sense, in sort of what it, in its like commitment to sustainability. Um, but even for a company like that, and even for a lot of people that I saw and I met in the industry, hundreds and hundreds of companies, it's still the same thing. You know, you're great, you're very green, but do you like? Do you really have to exist? Do you really serve a purpose? Um, I don't. I don't really think so. Um, so that was kind of one thing that made me think. Yeah, maybe I should reconsider it. I, you know, I maybe I should do something else and uh, this was about sort of like six or seven months into my job um, but back then I guess it's like yeah so I'm yeah I graduated uni not long ago and I, it's like kind of like oh what am I going to do with my future you know I kind of still need some something on my resume or like something that makes me look presentable so maybe I shouldn't quit now you know like you don't want to leave your first job so soon um, so that was like a really big dilemma for me, like, um, where should I go? And more importantly, where should I go that actually is better than this, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of will make even more of a difference? Um, and actually, I think the turning point for me was, so I went through like a few months where I was really like asking myself, I was like really distressed. I was like, wh- what exactly, like, what's the point of all this and why is it that like I and everyone I know is you know doing things like this mm-hmm. and, and what what's the point right uh, wait hang on doing things like what as in like having li- jobs <laughs> as in like just, you know working <laughs> okay for, for corporations <clears throat> and, mm-hmm. and then yeah I just went through a few months where I was like seriously what hell is this like Firstly, why do we work from Monday to Friday? Secondly, why do we work from like nine to five? And why do we like why do some of these companies exist? Like, why are there companies that produce like I don't know like fake plants? You know, like I mean these are nice, but why do they have to exist? I mean, it's, you know, it's nice, but why you know, right? And okay. like anything from like you know fake plants to like you know like. Random stuff like why do we own so many clothes? Like, mm, okay. you know, or, or whatever, right? So that's a bit of a tangent. The real turning point for me was actually I went to a silent meditation retreat in Thailand, okay. a seven day silent meditation retreat. Um, and it's a place where, like, it, you can't like talk, you can't, you you can't use your phone. You just like meditate all day, and meditation is just very simple. It's just like, um. The act of focusing... Is it really simple? I mean, it's very, very simple, but it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, it's simple, but it's not easy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that was a place where, like... And it's, it's a while ago, so I don't really remember the exact experience. But it's a place where, like... I really learned to just be in the present... When you're at a meditation retreat or at the place that I went to mm-hmm. specifically, um, it's a kind of like, I think quite, um, not really traditional, but quite Thai form of meditation that's quite simple. Um, there's two forms. One is you just walk up and down a path. 
Okay. Um, and that's all for hours. And when you when your mind wanders or when you get distracted, you just focus back on your footsteps. Because the act of focusing back on what's happening in the moment uh, or like something that's happening, it brings you back to the present okay. and it tears you away from your thoughts. And the other is like a series of hand movements that's like, um, that's a, like a dynamic hand movement thing. And so through doing that, actually you realise that, or I realised that, you know when, you, when you're doing stuff, when you're, when you're sort of like, not, when your mind is not very engaged, mm-hmm. you realise that you conjure up a lot of thoughts. You know, like, a lot of things that you, you want, a lot of things that you are scared of, like random things, mm-hmm. they just come up. And then when all these thoughts come up, I'm like, actually, all of these are the things that have really bothered me. Or like, they've, they've really like, plagued me endlessly and it happens back in Singapore when I think oh what's going to happen to my future or like how do I make the most impact how do, we, how do I be successful in the future and it happens to me here in the middle of a random temple and so it, it's like when, when that was happening I was like actually like that's all this is you know these are just thoughts anything that like makes me feel oh like I need to do this to be successful or I need to, you know, desire this or desire that or I need to achieve this or I need to, like, ascend in my career or, like, mm-hmm. get a master's or whatever. Um, it's not that there's no substance to it but all those are made up of, of, of thoughts and things that my mind conjures okay. that may not be, you know, something that I, that I really, I know, need or, or want or will benefit mm-hmm. from. Uh, and so through sort of like being with my thoughts and being with myself mm-hmm. for like a concentrated period of time I realised like I came out of it realising like sort of like um, what what are the things that sort of like are really important to me and what are the things such as what I was you know wanting out of my corporate career that actually I you know, I'm quite happy to let go off or that I don't need to be scared of letting go off anymore. Um, something like that. Okay. So okay. after that, I thought, yeah, you know, I, I'm i going to just not... Okay. Yeah, quit. That's the first step. And then... Kind of like a car- carpe diem moment. Kind of? I guess so. Uh, it's hard to say so now. <laughs> it's kind of hard to say now because it's really it's, been a while. La. Yeah, it's very hard to express in words, I'm assuming, or it's, it's just not, not really hard. I just like you can. Um, if I thought for a bit longer, I could probably. But it's okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. Okay. The, okay. For someone, for for myself, um, I think it's quite clear to me, and I I think um, I'm very fortunate to um, have. Like a, a pretty, pretty secure like financial material and uh, like social like mm-hmm. my family and my friends a, a pretty s- secure base to to rely on in, in the sense that personally I don't need to earn a lot of money or I don't need to earn money to to survive uh, or we I guess we have a consensus that if you don't live in an extravagant way. Um, then we don't need to earn any more money. Okay, so, sorry, let me just, so is that same way as like minimalism? Um, mi- living, really. mi- living, uh, living, 
Not really. It's more okay. like um, we know what we have. Okay. We know how long it can last us. Mm -hmm. And we know that we don't need to seek for more. Okay. And we know that with our resources, we can start to do something that we think is good. Okay. And therefore, um, we can leave sort of this, like, you know, we need our money. Um, like, we need to do this kind of job behind and we can just focus on something that we think is meaningful and, and beneficial. Okay. And that's some of it. Okay, so you're happy? Yeah. Um, I guess I'm contented. Or okay. like, I guess I would say, um, I know I have. Um, and I, I, yeah, I guess I would say I know quite well what I have and okay. therefore I know how to, how, what to do with it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's say, I mean, Okay, because right now you kind of have the opportunity to do this because you know what you have and you know that you don't need more. You can, mm, and yeah. in terms of like, I don't know, monetary and stuff like that, right? But what if those people who are actually, how do I say this? They're, they're, very, they're very conscious as in about sustainability. They believe in it and stuff like that, right? But they want to do something about it. But they can't like possibly like leave their jobs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. What are the little things that you would, you know... You know, everyone has their own path. Everyone has their own yeah, things yeah, that they, yeah. they, they, they do to kind of contribute, right? So, yeah. but, but in your in your perspective, as in what, mm. let's say if they're in a corporate world, right? And then what can they do in their, in their, in their, I don't know, workplace and stuff to kind of like start little, little things? Actually, does it even make a difference? Mm. Will it even make a difference? Actually, I feel... Um, so, for me, the thing that really made a difference was, uh, like, learning to be aware of myself and, like, learning to live in my own skin in the present. And it seems like, it seems sort of irrelevant, but I think, like, that is the one thing by far that has helped me sort of to... Um, I think be aware of you know what I what I sort of um what sort of doesn't work and what does uh, or what what I think is you know good or adds value to you know people or whatever and what doesn't um and I feel that if yeah if you want to let's say like make change in your workplace or you want to say convince your your colleagues to, to go green or you want to convince your your friends and family or people that you know or implement um, whatever it is that needs to be implemented um, um, I would say before you try to change anyone else uh, you you just have to you kind of have to know yourself and change in yourself what needs to be changed okay um, I don't really think that's a direct answer. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure. You know, I I know it's not like recycling or like composting, um, but I I kind of feel that it's it's beyond that. Like I mean, the urge to do to to change things for the better, the urge to do good. I think it, everyone has it. Um, everyone has it for different motivations. I feel. Mm -hmm. um, I used to. I I don't think I kind of have always had this inclination in a very like pure way you know when for people who do good always comes a lot of recognition it comes like affirmation and it comes um, 
you get a lot of things out of like doing good, right? Mm-hmm. And I think part of me desire a lot of that. It comes like, um, or it comes from a place of, of, I don't know, like, yeah, it, there, there's a lot behind the desire to do good. Okay. I definitely know it for myself. Mm-hmm. And I think if you really if, want to make a difference somewhere, um, it's good to sort of know where where your desire to change things, mm-hmm. um, where your desire to like make a difference comes from, and then sort of evaluate like, um, yeah, okay. what is this really about, and then okay. do things. Okay, I mean, I know that makes sense. yeah, I know it, it. It does make sense because <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like the part where you say that I think you need to be self-aware, yeah. in that sense that you need to know why you're doing it in the first place, right? Yeah, you know, as in. Yeah, the contributions and all that stuff. But okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it does make sense. It does make sense. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's not a very no, not no, very that right. No, but there's no right or wrong answer. It's I think it's a matter of perspective and stuff, right? Yeah. So if okay, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, you know, these days, do you think, you know, there's a lot of like um, I don't know what is it called? Is it backlash? No, it's like people think that okay. So you're let's say one day. You you actually kind of like share with your friends. Hey, you shouldn't like bring use plastic cups and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. But and then one day somehow you kind of like have a plastic cup in your hand. Oh yeah, stuff. that definitely happens. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course, of course. Yeah, do, do people? I mean, people are always quick to judge, right? Yeah, they're yeah, very quick yeah, yeah, to judge yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. But I I mean, to me is I feel that um, okay, okay. T- tell me your thoughts. As in, have you ever encountered such thing? Mm, I think yeah. I mean, I'm not like. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm like a saint la. Like I mean, I I brought in a subway sandwich. It comes no. in like a disposable paper thing. Um, if I'm like starving or really thirsty and there's no like, this I don't have a box. I'm mm-hmm. still gonna eat something. Um, I I'm not sure if my friends have pointed out. Usually I a bit more. It's it's more like me being like too self like really self conscious and trying to hide it before my friends see because I'm scared that they'll point it out. But um, I think I, I think it is important to walk the talk Huiren have you ever encountered people who are very sceptical about the things that you do as in and then probably say like why do you even bother mm. uh, yeah yeah uh, definitely mm, I think the I guess the clearest example of it um, is when you try to convince people mm-hmm. not to use disposables or uh, you try to ask them, or maybe you can not get this takeaway or maybe you can you know, not use a bag or maybe you can uh, you know, do something that is a little bit more inconvenient but maybe causes one last thing to be thrown away. Uh, I think a lot of people encounter this. Um, someone's asked me before, like, why, why do you bother about... Like, I, I don't want to bother about something so small because I'd rather focus my energies on something big. Like, you know, I don't want to do something about renewable energy. I want to make a big difference. But first of all, I, I think being conscious about, you know, something small like this, like bring your own bottle out or whatever it is, is something that you can do in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, if you say, oh, I don't want to do this, I'm going to do something bigger later, that's just saying, like, yeah, I'm going to put it off until I find something big enough that I manage to do. Um, and what what's happening right now doesn't matter. But I mean, if you wanna, I, I think if you wanna do anything big, and if you want to, you know, make a difference or whatever in the future, 
you kind of have to start from yourself right now. And for me, it's like, um, I, I mean, I'm not perfect. Like, I, I, I buy things that come in plastic when I need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not always that person who has, like, every single non-disposable in their bag. Like, definitely not. Um, but I, so I, I try to be conscious about it because I think, like, if I, I if I think this is something right or if I believe in this, then I have to be the one. I have to do it before I can tell anyone else to do it. Like, I have to sort of make sure that this is an effort that I put in consciously um, to, like, not use plastic cups or whatever it is before I can tell anyone else, you can do this, it's not so hard. Like, why not, right? Yeah. Like, if I can do it, I'm not, I'm not anyone special, like, why don't say you? that. You of course you're special. Don't <laughs> oh, like, say I'm that. I'm just like I'm very I'm very normal, right? Like okay. we're all equally normal. Mm-hmm. Like, and no, like I don't have like any special ability to carry around water bottles. You know, mm-hmm. everyone can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like you can do it too. You know, like, okay. <laughs> like, okay. So once okay, so once when your like your friends and family or your outside circle right mm-hmm. knows that you're you're kind of advocating for green, you know, <laughs> echo, yeah, yeah. echo person or echo yeah, warrior, yeah. right? Do people tend to kind of like be harsh on you in that sense that if you, you, you just one slip, just, just one straw that they see in your hand, are they, no, you know, no, are, no, they, are, they, are they harsh to you or, no, no. you know? I, yeah, I... Never? No, I'm okay. most people, I mean, I've had very kind encounters most of the time. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, have you ever like, like, I don't know. So no, no for you. Not not in terms of like using disposables lah. Okay. Probably not. Okay. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I okay. Guess. That's good. I mean, that's good because I mean we've had like I've had um, conversations where where people tell me that once I had like uh, like they they sleep out like then people question, mm-hmm. hey, aren't you supposed to be like, uh, you know, like a green person? Why do you have that? It's like every every move you make, people tend to kind of like yeah, yeah. question you once you... Actually, you know, I think that's so funny. <laughs> you know, the other day, right? Or yeah. like, I mean, I, I guess I've had similar experiences. So, the other day, um, I reposted something on my Instagram, <clears throat> like some something about like, um, this person trying to advocate for uh, people to, to care about the environment. Okay. And then um, the the sort of punchline was like you have to appeal to what people care about in order to get them to care about mm-hmm. the environment, and then my friend was like, yeah, like you have to appeal to different sensibilities, which is sort of like people who bring their straws out, mm-hmm. like who have to who are sort of the role model in the group, right? Mm-hmm. But then my thing is like, actually, it, this isn't like my burden to bear, you know, just because this is something that I care about or something that some people care about in the environment. Um, like not being screwed by climate change doesn't make it like just my burden or yours or anyone else. Like, if like we really if we don't do anything about climate change, everyone is equally screwed. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's kind of like, and so I was like, actually, so I, um, yeah, I told my friend like it's really not just my problem, you know. Like, I I feel like you know you're right. Not everyone speaks the same language. Yeah. If I'm having a conversation with someone, I want to speak their language, especially if I want to tell them about something that I care about. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't go to the extent that I would go out there to everyone and be like, I'm going to like try really hard to convince you mm-hmm. and I'm going to like spend all my energy and I'm going to like, you know, really like burden myself with this because it's really like 
I do what I can mm. and then I just have to realise that it's really not just me that's responsible mm. for this. Yes. Yes. yes, I think the I think the important part is that <laughs> you do what you can. Yeah, at least do something. So. <laughs> you're not doing anything at all, right? And then I, people, I think so. You know, like that's all we can do. Yeah, that's right. And people always have this mentality <laughs> that one person, what difference does it make? It, it, it's yeah. it's uh, why do people always keep saying that, right? It yeah, does make yeah, a difference. Yeah. Well, I mean, your thoughts on that? Your thoughts on that? Like what one person can do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you can only live your own life, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can only live my own life. Yeah. Um. And so I do with it what I can, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, I think that's very important. <laughs> Doing what you can. Yeah. yeah and, and yeah, and yeah. it's true. Okay. What we're trying to work on now mm-hmm. is um, we know that the main focus is planting trees and reforesting the area. So we're trying to sort of like think of ways or like develop... Um, like either like programs or schemes for people to join us as accessibly as possible. Okay. Um, both the local community as well as like uh, people that we know back in Singapore who care about these issues but maybe don't have an outlet. So we are trying to sort of like do like more volunteer camps or open up more opportunities like that. Um, maybe like hopefully work on getting funding for that. Um, maybe to make it even more accessible. Um, uh, as well as working on like fundraising certain items that we we are trying to do, um, like we want to buy more land and expand the forest area. Um, we want to do some like um, wells to recharge groundwater in the space. Mm-hmm. Um, so certain kinds of infrastructure that sort of make the forest more um, mm, that sort of will help it grow faster. Um, so that's just. Um, kind of like what what our general like direction direction is okay right like mm-hmm. planting the forest but creating even more vehicles okay. for other people to be part of it okay yeah so okay um so that land is yours your family's Mm-mm. forever and ever yeah it's a freehold piece of land wow so it's, yeah so it's for you oh, to kind yeah. of like oh my god it's like a you know you know right the one thing that obvious because i'm like um that people always ask, like, are you going to get your own place? Are you going to get your own place? For me, it's right. My own place is where I can freaking have a a plot of land and freaking plant and be self-sustainable. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, yeah. I think that is the, that is something that I feel that I can't get in Singapore. Yeah, I mean, not, yeah, not, yeah. Not, I mean, maybe... maybe it's if, challenging. Yeah, it's yeah. challenging. It's challenging. So, yeah. well, my God. It's, so, it's like, wow. I don't know. I'm so... I'm happy for you and family. I mean, truly, Come truly. Come and join us. Yeah, maybe one day we will. I mean, truly. Maybe one day we'll visit them. So yeah, we, we will visit. Where is it again? Utai Forest. Where, it's where is Utai it? It's Thani. It's a um, oh. province in Thailand okay. that's like three north, hours north of Bangkok. North, right? Central, central. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, that's quite, that's quite close. I think right? it's quite accessible. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Maybe one day we'll, we'll, we'll check it out. Yeah. So actually, I think, yeah, like, I mean, I my dad told me this. I didn't believe him when he said. He said, "Yeah, there's a lot of people in Singapore who want to like go out there, like have a piece of land and like be a farmer." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it's maybe my my own circles. Like, mm-hmm. none of my friends mm-hmm. who have just graduated uni are like, I want to be a farmer. It's mm-hmm. more like I'm gonna get a job and do a masters. Okay. You know. And he was like, "Yeah, there are a lot of people. Like, okay. that's why we should do a project like this, and like you should try to let them have some of yeah. it." Um. But okay, yeah, like, 
Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it because my grandfather had a farm. Yeah. So that's why I I'm very um, I I feel very close to nature because yeah. my grandfather had a farm when we were young. My parents would bring us um to his farm and then he had like goats and stuff like that. So I've been very, you know, nature has always been a very big part of my life. So, yeah. 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 So it's it's yeah, yeah yeah, but it's nice. It's really nice. It's freehold. You have it forever. I mean, you do so much. With yeah, so I mean, the idea can... is that, like, because we want this to be, like, we, we sort of, I mean, none of us are going to live forever. That's true. Um, but we kind of want the forest to be preserved as long as possible. So the idea is that at some point in time, we'll either find, like, a trustworthy foundation that, mm-hmm. or, like, a non-profit foundation, or if we have to, we'll set one up that can own it instead of us, mm-hmm. like, as a private owner. Mm-hmm. And that's also more, like, sort of trustworthy, right? If you know that um, this thing, this project is in the hands of um, a foundation that's required to be a non-profit, mm-hmm. um, then that kind of also lends it a bit more credibility. Okay. So that's the idea. But, yeah, I mean, at, the, at this point, um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty freehold. Oh, that's awesome. That really yeah. is. Yeah, we, we should check it out. We want to check it out, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's on camera. So oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, have you guys got a composting bin going on? So we are starting to set one up. Okay. Um, so we haven't had like a lot of like compostable materials mm-hmm. uh, at the moment, but recently I like designed a composting that because okay. um, we wanted to set up a composting area. But mm-hmm. my issue with like a lot of big scale composting is that like I feel like it's really hard to like. Because you, the most um, effective kind of compost is layered, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not like you would be able to like layer it perfectly mm-hmm. whenever you put your compost mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. So, like, I came up with this idea, and hopefully we can do it. It's like a three bin system okay. where you have like your wet on one side, dry mm-hmm. on one side, and then mm-hmm. your middle is like your where you can combine okay. it. So that's where your where your ideal compost will come mm-hmm. out of, and then you can like uh, it's like you can you know mix and match whenever mi- you yeah, need to. Right? Yeah, so. Okay. Hopefully we'll do that. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, share with me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, as in, yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah, because I did a, like composting bin for my yeah, dad, yeah, my yeah. grandfather's farm. I mean, my grandfather's farm, so it was like outdoor, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like in the the natural. I mean, let me know and then see how we can. Yeah, yeah. yeah come and teach us how to compost. <laughs> I'm sure you guys can, can do. No, okay. you can come and you should come and help. I mean, that's the point of the project. You know, people mm-hmm. who want to do things, who have some kind of knowledge, who are like, yeah, I think this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. And it would make a difference who can come and like do it I think that's the point of it okay you know yeah. so come anytime <laughs> yes it's, on, it's, it's on it's on camera already okay <laughs> so yes we will we do some other stuff um, where we are based so I'm not based in Utaitani um, what they were doing before this was that they were doing a like sort of learning they also ran a sustainability learning centre okay. that one's like a non-profit thing and then they have been running like natural wellness courses for okay. a few years so I help out on that like okay. sometimes I help out like we also have an Airbnb so I do like you know odd jobs here and there um, that takes up some of my time but the sort of like work that I focus on um, I would say it's I guess it's Utai Forest okay. you know I, that's kind of a bigger part of my like brain space yeah. <laughs> and the brain juices that you use to kind of grow it right yeah 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 I guess so yeah <laughs> okay I mean okay you're 25 right mm-hmm. okay so I'm gonna ask whether you got regrets but you're still very young so not yet, not yet yes. not yet 
Because yeah. everything, I mean, everything, moving forward, everything that you do, you actually decide, you're deciding it consciously in that sense, right? I mean, there's no... Because, okay, when you when you kind of like quit your job, you went for the meditation and you knew that, right? Is that you knew that it's okay for me to let go of the job. So right yeah. now, there's no... And you're still very young, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, at the moment, I don't have regrets. And yeah, I think... Um, I guess it's not that I don't like make mistakes or do things that I think are, are wrong. It's just that it's like, okay, this is over. Like, mm. I'll just let it go and then move on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So there's a few questions. Okay. This is the, there's a few questions. This is the local feed questions that we, we asked uh, all our guests. Okay. Cool. So, cool. yeah. Okay. Is there anything that you want to share with us before we kind of like, Go into the questions, the, the fun questions. Oh, the fun questions? Ooh, yeah, okay, I like fun questions. questions. <laughs> I hope it's fun because we always say it's very stressful, but... Uh, <gasps> no, okay. Um, but. Don't have anything else. No, just... Yeah. I'm okay. Okay. Just respond to anything. Okay. Um, okay, what is something that you're most proud of that... Sorry, sorry. What is something that you're most proud of that people don't know about you? What's something that I'm most proud of mm. that people don't, don't know that, that don't know, yeah, that, that they don't know? I, I, there's, there isn't anything that I'm, like, very proud of, mm -hmm. but I guess there's some things that I were, like, or some aspects of my life that were quite important to me that not a lot of people know about. Mm -hmm. Does that count? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Um, so some, like, a, I guess a part of me that I... Um, held very dear is that I used to play water polo. Okay. I was a competitive water polo player, like a comp competitive athlete. Um, I was on the national team for like three years. Oh, okay. Um, Wait, when was this? It's like 2013 to 2015. Okay. Um, and I'm not, I'm not really proud of it because I'm, I'm like not very good at water polo to be honest. And like, I, like I never went for any like big competitions. But it was something that really like, I thought was like, a really dope part of my life. Like, <laughs> I really love being an athlete. Like, I really, really love sports. High five. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> um, and nowadays, I, I mean, a few years ago, like, most of my friends knew that because when I was in uni, I'd just go for training every day. Mm. Nowadays, people don't know it because I never play water polo. I just, you know. But, um, yeah, it's something that, like... Um, so, something in my life that I really love, mm. uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Now we know a fact that she used to play water polo. <laughs> <laughs> it's that fun. It's like the most fun sport in the world. <laughs> it's, it's tough though. you got to like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, oh man, it's just, but I think it's really like, you know that feeling of like being active and mm. of like striving with your body. It's mm. just, it's a nice feeling. Okay. <laughs> okay. You, okay, you're, you're, I think you're, I don't know, competitive athlete because, I mean competitive you're com a competitive person? Are you a competitive person? Sometimes. Um, it depends. Mostly when I play sports. Okay. <laughs> other, in other things, I'm just like, whatever. Uh, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, but people say that when I play sports, I'm pretty competitive. Okay. So I think it only comes up. Yeah. Okay. In games. Okay. I think we might be similar. But okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, what is your why? Your drive? In the morning. Um, I thought these questions would be like, are you an apple or an orange? Uh, yeah, no, it'll, it'll come, it'll come. <laughs> <laughs> so let you like, you know, uh, oh, give you the, the hard questions first. I, yeah, I'm alive, so I might as well do something about it. Okay, there's your why. I you're alive, so. might as well just do something about it. As in, 
yeah, I exist, right? So, nice, I exist well. Well done. That's a good, that's a good way. That's a good way. <laughs> okay, what is, what is your most... I was, did, did you answer this? What's your most humbling experience? No. Okay, what's your most humbling experience? Uh, oh, there's a lot. It's, mm. it's okay, you can say a few. You can humbling. Say one. What do you mean by humbling? What do you mean by humbling? Okay, okay, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> humbling, okay. Um, wow, can you have to give me like a minute to think about this? Sure. I mean, you can, yeah, the top of your head. What's my most humbling? Oh, okay. I know. Um, okay. So, in my uh, third year of uni, mm-hmm. in my third summer, my final summer, I went on an internship to Indonesia. Uh, it was with an NGO called Bird Life, and my internship was in the jungle. Okay. It was in this, like, uh, forest, like, it was in this ecosystem restoration, like a forest protection conservation project called Hutan Harapan. Um, and I was there as like a field intern, like a GIS intern. And like my job was to, or like my role was to like um, basically go and do field work, like mm-hmm. help out with field work. And I had to like help to take like waypoints and make maps out of them. Um, and the, the, the setting that it was in, like it's really a jungle. Like. So I spent basically, it was an on-site internship. So I basically spent one month um, in in the middle of a jungle, like in a field camp, mm-hmm. um, surrounded by Indonesians, and I, I back then I didn't speak any Indonesian. Um, you can speak now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Where's Hutan Harapan? Forest of Hope. Yes. Hope Forest. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I know that. I know that much. <laughs> right. So that like um, that that was sort of the setting lah, mm. and they were mostly like men, and there was just me like You know, this one foreigner, like this Chinese educated Singaporean girl. And so, like, you know, I think back in uni, like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get my education. I'm going to get a master's. Like, you know, I'm going to get a bachelor's degree from this, like, you know, cool university. And this is who I am. Like, you know, I'm out here to contribute. You know, I'm an intern. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the people that I was sort of working with, they were all these just, like, you know, village guys or, like, sort of, like, guys from the neighborhood from, who were just there as, like, field workers. You know, literally, we were just camping out. We would just go out, you know, collect some data, you know. Um, and they, none of them have degrees, some of them didn't go to high school, like, they don't speak a word of English, they smoke all day, you know, they, like, just, they just sort of, like, lip up. Mm. And so, that was, like, I've never met, I never met anyone like that ever in my life before that. Um, and there were all of them, and I just, suddenly I was, like, hanging out with all mm. of them, and I was, like, okay, you know, this is, like, the um, people that I'm with now. And on the very, so we had to go camping for one week, and on the very first day, um, uh, we were setting up and we were going to cook dinner. And then I was like, oh, can I help? You know, I'll cut some vegetables. So then, sure, sure. And then I took out my Swiss Abbey knife and I was cutting tomatoes. And like two slices in, I sliced my finger and like a lot of blood came out. And then like, then they were like, okay, okay, like very chill, like just take first aid and wrap it up. And that moment of like, I thought I could cut a tomato, but I couldn't. And then I couldn't even, like, figure out how to use the first aid kit myself. And I'm 
like this person who's gonna get a degree who's like so highly educated like being in that position where it's just like me being completely like useless and other people being like oh no problem we got this it's mm-hmm. like that was the first moment I was like oh you know like it's not so much I feel small but there's there's some there's so many things outside of myself and that was like the first moment of a lot a lot of moments where like you know we'll go out into the field right and then these people like you know it's like for for them being in the forest is like second nature you know they just carry a parang you know, casually walk and like hack away branches and like hack 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 so there's like a very clear and nice road you know they're like they can figure out a compass effortlessly like identify tree species effortlessly um, you know, pitch a tent, like, ride a motorcycle, like, build a makeshift shower over a river, like, with logs, you know, cut down logs, you know, like, start a fire, cook over a fire, you know, do all these things that, like, I've never done in Singapore that are, like, very basic for survival, you know, if, like, you throw them into the forest, they'll be like, you know, I'm fine, I'm just gonna catch all my food and, like, have a nice time, and then I'll just be like, shit, like, what am I gonna do? <laughs> and then that was when I was like, this, like, that that was like a really it was a really life changing experience for me because that was when I realized because I'm yeah I sort of went in with this idea like oh I'm here to help I'm here to like you know do something good but then I was like actually what about these what about the people that I think need help is is so helpless you know like like there's nothing really unequal or there's nothing really like sort of like imbalanced about us it, it, you know in a sense like just because I happen to be, like, born in Singapore, I have an education, I'm, like, quite smart, you know, I have all these, like, achievements to show for myself, blah, blah. And it doesn't really make me anything, lah. Mm-hmm. And the the other thing was that, like, for most of the time, I didn't speak a word of Indonesian. So, like, we would sort of just communicate through, like, pointing at mm-hmm. stuff, and I once in a while, I'll say, like, one word that I know. And that was when I was like, actually, like, I mean, like, what is English, right? Like, like, you know, there's just, like, a whole other world out there, like, yeah, it was, yeah, I would say that's, like, my the most, most humbling, humbling experience. experience. Wow, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we remain friends, uh, like, so, and I was, you know, that's the first time I made friends with people like that, like, random Indonesian dudes mm-hmm. who were, like, they're, and they're so kind, like, mm. you know, not in, like, an extravagant way, just in, like, a, yeah, you're here, so we'll take care of mm. you kind of way, like, yeah. Sometimes that's enough, right? Yeah, it's really enough, you know. Mm. Okay. Wow, <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I guess the three lessons, okay, if it's the last day on earth, that you want to leave your wisdom behind. Three lessons or three truths that you would like to share. Like my last day or like the last day? <laughs> Uh, just stick is your last day, lah. My last mm. day. Um, three truths. Or so lessons. if I know that it's like my last day, or mm. like that like you know it's your last day. Um, I would say. I guess okay. I would say thank you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a lesson for myself, and if I had to leave anything behind, it would be that like gratitude you know thank you to everyone and everything that's been part of my life uh i would say if there was anyone around me 
I say we should just enjoy, <laughs> or like you know, mm-hmm. how like whether it's minutes or hours, we should just enjoy it. And uh, I would say, um, if I'm gone, um, just don't don't hold on to me. Just okay. let me go, and hopefully that's the case for other things also. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't get emotional. Are you emotional? No, <laughs> <laughs> not really. Actually, I've been asked this before, so I had the answer in my head. Okay. So it's pre M answer. Is that your real answer that you're going to answer? I, I think so. I don't really have any other wisdom. La. Okay. As in, yeah, it's. <laughs> plant some trees, guys. You know, maybe that's one of them. I'll take away the thank you. La. Don't okay. need to say thank you. Plant some trees. Okay. Nice. So, why planting trees are important? Okay, so. Um, Scientifically, right? Mm, so, okay, I guess, in my opinion, there's. Um, a, f- a few things about it, right? Um, on like a scientific level, the reason why um, we're experiencing climate change and global warming is quite simple. There's like too much carbon in the atmosphere. Um, and planting trees and some of the things that come with planting trees, not just planting trees actually, but trying to establish a forest mm-hmm. um, is something that absorbs carbon into something and then keeps it there. So not just trees, but also soils, as you know, compost, yeah. stores a lot of carbon, soil, um, other organic matter, yeah. you know, um, like an entire ecosystem that exists just to store carbon and to continue storing carbon because that's just what it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? That's one thing. Um, and I think something that sort of like a, a lot of people think is is quite important which I, I agree is that if you plant a forest you kind of create a habitat for biodiversity a habitat for, for more animals for yeah. more you know insects and, and plants uh, and I guess especially in in a world where habitats for these kinds of creatures are disappearing yeah creating more, um, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. For, But I think another thing about why planting trees is important or sort of what their benefit is, is that um, it's a way of like really productively using your body for mm-hmm. me. Like it's, it's really hard work to plant a tree. Yep. And it's not really just hard work, but it's also very, mm, very conscious work in the sense that you can't just like anyhow do it. You have to plant the tree correctly so mm. that it will grow. Yeah. Um, and like, it's just, as someone who has planted a couple of trees, like, it's something that I feel really is very fulfilling, you know? Like, I spend a day out there, I feel so healthy, like, I feel like I'm like sweating and, and like really using my body in a very productive way. And, the result of it is not just that I'm fitter, but yeah, there's a couple of trees planted. Um, and it's also something that I think helps me to get... And I, you notice I always come back to myself, because mm-hmm. I think that you know, it's not just about the ecosystem, yeah. it's also about me and you and whoever plants trees. Like, the other thing is that when you are doing something like that, you realise actually like, how much effort or how much goes into like, growing things. Like not just like you know like trees or not just like you know whatever it is that mm-hmm. we plant like, but how much effort goes into making life happen mm-hmm. and like how that's the case for like everything in the world like 
nothing grows easily. I mean, yeah. some things grow easily, but like, you know, not, things don't just exist easily and, and they don't just come for free, lah, mm. you know? And so I think that for me really like kind of reinforces this like love and care for nature. Like, it's really something that exists in a very precious way and that, you know, didn't just come out of nowhere. We yeah. can't just take it for granted. Yeah. And it's like a really tangible reminder yes. for me that, yeah, like all these resources are precious and, you know, if I can, if I can do something to, to protect them or to, to, you know, sort of like enhance them or do something about it away, then yeah, it's like a, it's a real privilege, you yeah. know. And that's a very tangible, it's a very material mm -hmm. reminder of it. There's nothing that reminds you more of how hard it is yeah. for life to thrive than like digging a freaking hole in like 40 degree weather and like having to like them carefully put this tree in. And I'm just like, seriously, this tree gets more care than me. But yeah, like, <laughs> it's really... Yeah. It's, it's true, it's true. I mean, I mean, unless... I mean, I, I, I totally get you because I mean, I, I do... Again, my grandfather's farm and I, we, we see the hard work unless... You do it, you will know yeah. what it truly means. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's so it's back, hard. Eh, it's back breaking work. Yeah, <laughs> that, that we take for granted, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's, exactly. That's, yeah, that's and right. everything you know, like you think this is how our food comes yes. about. You know, it's damn hard to make that's food. That's right. Exactly. It's not easy, like, <laughs> so we should. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's mm, okay. 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 Before I go into the fun questions, I want I want to ask you. So, what's your day like at? Uthan Forest. Okay, actually, I don't spend my days at Uthan okay. Forest. Nowadays, so it's something that we are trying to, like, spend more and more time at. But right mm -hmm. now, because Uthan Forest is not where I live, mm -hmm. it's about three hours away. Mm -hmm. um, so, okay, so should I tell you about a day at Uthan Forest or a day, like, in... You can? Like, my life. Uh, okay, you can share. It's quite boring. You have to tell you about Uthai Forest. Okay, okay, Uthai Forest. Okay, a day at Uthai Forest. Let's say one day in Uthai Forest. Okay, so, a typical day at uh, Thai forest, let's say when we're out there planting or out there doing something on site, we were trying to wake up pretty early, like, you know, 5, 6. The sun is actually up quite early, like maybe 5.30, 5.45. So 5-ish is, is, is okay. Mm -hmm. We wake up early, uh, we eat a bit of food. Sometimes we cook on site. We have like charcoal stoves and, you know, fire and stuff like that. We cook a little bit and then we try to get to work when it's not hot. Mm -hmm. So... Um, there's a lot of things to do at Uthai Forest like besides planting trees we also do some of our own construction work we do some like you know tile laying we do some like you know floor like, like floor laying like some, some digging um, other kinds of construction arranging our nursery things like that so we all say okay you know what needs to be done today and every day is very different mm. um, so we say okay like today we're going to go and plant trees we try to do it when it's not hot you know we take all our materials there's a lot of materials it's, you, it's not just the tree, it's also we have to take mulch, which is hay, we have to take this thing, um, it's called an agricultural gel, mm -hmm. something that stores water in the soil, which is very dry. You take um, manure, lots of things that when we plant the tree, we put it together with the tree so that it will, um, to ensure it survives. And we prepare all of that, you know, we go out, we, we do that for a while, come back, eat a bit more. Um, and then we sort of just rinse and repeat, you know, it's, it's very organic in the mm -hmm. sense that we just sort of know what needs to be done. Someone will take the lead on it and say, okay, you do this, you do this, and then we'll take breaks along the way. And then, yeah, we kind of, at night we pack up, we rest, um, take a shower. Sometimes we drive out a little bit and, and eat um, in the town, like mm -hmm. local food, or you know, cook on site. Um, you know, 
be a book, play the ukulele, mm-hmm. hang out and talk. Um, it something you know something like that. Okay, sounds like camping. I mean, it, it is actually camping, right? Yeah, yeah it, it is, is camping. camping. You know, they retire to the tent, <laughs> try not to get eaten by mosquitoes. <laughs> That's what a day looks like. <laughs> that sounds fun. That really sounds fun. Very simple. <laughs> yeah, very simple. Okay. So we're going to get back into the, the, the question, okay? The last few questions, okay? Okay. Um, I think earlier on I, I asked this, but I want to ask you again. So what do you want to leave behind? What is your... I know you're still very young, okay? But your definition, your very own definition, okay? Not the dictionary definition of legacy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I it'll be a forest, I guess. Sorry, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah, like, if that's yeah, that's what I would leave behind. Um, and I guess it's more than just a forest, right? I mean, I think this is a Utai forest is something that gives me a lot of meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I want to see happen, and I guess if we do, if I, you know, in. Don't know how how many decades down the road I do manage to look back and say this used to be nothing and now it's a forest mm-hmm. and I had you know some part to play in this mm-hmm. I'll be quite happy. Yeah, that's beautiful. That really is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not everyone has that you know the opportunity to kind of like yeah I mean create your own forest. Really, yeah. Wow. Okay. Very fortunate. <laughs> yeah, you are. Okay. Five seconds fun. First thing that pops in your head. Okay. Don't oh, think. Don't think okay, too long. Okay. okay? Wow. <laughs> okay. Um. What would be your superhero character? Um, a cat. A superhero character, a cat. That be that be your character, superhero. Like a cat that has superhero powers. Like they can like walk through walls and be invisible. Okay, so walk through walls and and your cat. Okay. Yeah. So you love cats. I just feel like cats are like, they are very like. Mm, they can get through things unnoticed. <laughs> you know, they can get a lot done, yes. and like they're small enough mm. to fit in small spaces okay. <laughs> I know that's that's interesting but it's quite first thing that comes to mind right okay, yes, that's true it's fair that's fair if you if you weren't doing what you're doing what would you do um okay a friend of mine once asked me um if there was no problems in the world ever you could do whatever you want what would you do mm-hmm. I think that's similar mm-hmm. I don't know I'll live by a beach and surf all day <laughs> and I'll probably like Hopefully it'll be on an island where there are a lot of people who play soccer and like there's a road and I'll skateboard and like just like cook food and okay. <laughs> farm and okay. you know like play sports a all day. Yeah, a self-sustaining <laughs> island. A bum, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like in your life. Beach bum who gets really good at surfing. Okay. That's my, that's my life. That's okay. like my dream. So that that is what you would do if there's no problems in the world that you would. Yeah, if I wasn't doing this and mm. I could do anything else in the world, I would do this. Be a surfer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Surfer. Surfer. <laughs> right. Surfer. Okay. I'm uh, <laughs> One day, maybe. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> so spirit animal. What's your spirit animal? Uh, like a lynx or something. Like a leopard cat. A leopard cat. Okay. Really like cats. Okay. I don't know. No, I it. don't really have a spirit animal. It's okay. You're still young, so you'll figure it out one day. <laughs> I don't know enough animals to have a spirit animal. <laughs> one day, you'll, you'll, you'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. Favorite song to play on a ukulele? Can't Help Falling in Love. Really? Yeah. The Kina Granis version. The Crazy Rich Asians one. Uh, Not like the Elvis one. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Because I was just trying to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like slow and sultry, very chill. So that means you can sing very well, so, 
No. <laughs> One day we'll ask her to sing on a ukulele. Okay. Okay. We are. Yeah, that's it. Is there anything that you want to kind of like add before we end the session? I mean, I mean, there's so many questions that I want to ask you, but I think it will like, like maybe two hours. But yeah, I'm going to end it here. I mean, is there anything you want to add before we end this session? Um, I guess it's just that like, sometimes I wonder, uh, the, some, the thing that kind of I like occupies my mind is like, um, am I only able to do this because I'm very privileged? Um, and I think a lot of the, in a lot of ways the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, in, in terms of like finances, in terms of like my family and their support and like, um, uh, I guess I have a, a good mindset in that I care about what I care about and I don't care about what I don't care about. Mm-hmm. I think that's also something very lucky. And I think all those kind of constitute privilege in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does kind of add up to why I can do what I do. So I always ask myself, like, is it right for me to ask people, come and plant trees? Or is it right for me to, like, tell people, oh, maybe you can live differently? Um, but on the other hand, I, th- I think, like, um, I guess everyone can only know themselves best. And I feel that there are, there are people out besides myself that, you know, have a lot of their own good fortune that, you know, maybe they, they are not using well or they are mm-hmm. not using as well as they might. And so in that way, I, I guess I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, There's always something that I kind of try to I balance or I always sort of like grapple with. I don't really grapple with. It's more like, hmm, you know. You ponder, ponder. Yeah, I ponder it, right? Yeah. Like, um, like, can I actually tell anyone to, to do what I do or to, to, to do this with me? Um, there isn't really an answer. I don't really want an answer, but it's just like, guess I'll just keep doing it and if other people want to do it, yeah, they can do it I mean, it everyone has their own choices, you see. It, yeah, it doesn't exactly, matter right? the circumstances or the, yeah. it's, it's what you can do is you do what you do yeah. and if people want to do it they'll they can do it right yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's, it's, that's how it works I it's, think. yeah it is it is it is yeah but you're doing awesome at, at such a young age I mean thank to, you to be doing you guys this. too yeah. <laughs> no I mean no but yeah we'll, we'll visit yeah. you one day okay how okay how can um, how can like people support you I mean Uthai Uth, how do you spell Uthai it Forest. Okay. U-T-H-A-I right yeah so okay um to find out more about what we do, mm-hmm. you can follow us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's Utai U T H A I okay. Forest F O R E S T. We yeah, we sort of post about what happens, like what we're about, you know, things we care about, and we have a website where people can learn pretty much what the project is about uh, in a less long-winded way. U T H A I F O R E S T UtaiForest dot com. Okay. We have an Instagram, Utai underscore forest. Okay. Not very active, but yeah. So these are all ways that people can sort of learn about us if they're interested. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can we'll check it out? We'll like, we'll <laughs> thank you. No worries. Okay. So thank you so much. Thank, thank you so you. much. I mean, thank you for staying coming to me. Yeah, I know. I mean, thank you so much for living with intention and knowing what you want to do. I mean, it takes a lot of guts. I mean, whether yeah, it really does. It really does. So we wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you for, <laughs> really, thank you for taking the time. Thank you so much.